Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hello and happy Monday, Bren. Happy Monday, Stan. I'm excited to talk about this topic. Yes, yes. It, it it's when you're deep in the the world of Sales Navigator, it's easy about to forget about the MothershipLinkedIn.com. So we wanted to kind of bring things full circle and talk a little bit about leveraging. LinkedIn.com for Sales Navigator users, just as a reminder that you don't want to forget about the LinkedIn platform, even though you will be spending most of your time in Sales Nav. So how does that sound? That sounds like a phenomenal topic. And, you know, a lot of folks will say to us, you know, well, we want Sales Navigator training. But Sales Navigator, which we believe is the most fabulous sales tool available to mankind today, it does not cover all the features, in your words, the mothership, I love that, LinkedIn.com covers. So I love, you know, when you propose this topic, Stan, I was like, this is perfect because we can teach them Sales Navigator all day long but they're going to miss a lot of pieces that are only available in the free LinkedIn. So I'll let you start with that. Yes. Yeah, so, so the first fundamental is your LinkedIn profile and just making sure that your LinkedIn profile positions you as a resource rather than looking like you're hunting for your next job. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of times the the natural inclination is just to use it as an online resume, which is where we're telling people it's so much more than that. So the point being is that anytime you're starting a business relationship with someone or if you just look at their LinkedIn profile and they're used to looking at who's viewed your profile, they're going to see you. Or if you even if you reach out to them via email or telephone, they'll Google you or they'll go directly to your LinkedIn profile. So the point is, even as a sales navigator power user, you need to make sure that your LinkedIn profile positions you correctly. And you can't update that in Sales Navigator. Exactly. So yeah. you've got to do that on LinkedIn. And make sure that you, you on your profile, you've got a nice professional headshot. You let people know about who you help, how you help them, the value that you bring to them, and you take advantage of the many features. We're not going to go into all those today. We could do a whole session just on that. But you take advantage of the features available to you on your LinkedIn profile to position yourself correctly. I love that. So that's definitely one. 
you can only do in linkedin.com what's number two so next there messaging let's just talk a little bit about about messaging and the inboxes and so forth at some point sales navigator and linkedin may get their inboxes to talk to each other more effectively right now you have to toggle back and forth and it's just not a wonderful user experience but be aware of the fact and Bryn, you can let us know what your experience is with this that uh and how you how you do it because people ask well should i use the sales navigator for messaging or use linkedin or go back and forth and for ease of use a lot of times we tell people use LinkedIn because then you don't have to toggle back and forth for messages and it gets confusing if you message someone in sales navigator and then you forget to check the sales navigator inbox and they respond and you're checking LinkedIn so Bryn any any thoughts on the wonderful world of messaging yeah, so I primarily message in the mothership, in the LinkedIn.com for sure. However, there are some really good usages for using Sales Navigator. My favorite thing about how disconnected it is, is that it's disconnected. So if you had a message thread with someone in LinkedIn.com years ago, and you want to start a clean conversation without them going back to see everything that you said or you did or you didn't want. If you message them in Sales Navigator, it starts a whole new thread. So that is like, like one reason to message in Sales Navigator. Um, there are times, if I am pure prospecting, I will like just pure prospecting, I will often outreach in Sales Navigator. I will also use in-mail in Sales Navigator. But if it's something, you know, if you change jobs, if you drop your Sales Navigator license, you will lose all those messages. So just be aware of that. And they are two separate threads. So LinkedIn.com is really good for messaging. So while you can message in Sales Navigator, it's definitely a feature. Just know the differences and um, make a decision that best serves you long-term. Yeah. Those are great insights though. The, the one about, hey, if you don't want someone to go back and see what you talked about or not talked about when you were trying to reach out to them, just start a new thread in sales nav. If you'd been doing that in, in LinkedIn, that's, that's. A well, and, and we, we, I ran into this with a client who I started working with. He had hired an automated company that sent out hundreds of really bad messages to all of his targeted market. And so we did not want them to, put two and two together to say, oh, the guy that was spamming me is now the guy that's sending me resources, right? So we recognize that Sales Navigator had a very good purpose there. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. Um, notifications. Now, 
as a sales navigator user, you're used to saving accounts and saving leads and then mm -hmm. getting alerts that keep you up to date with everything mm -hmm. that's going on, which is a super powerful feature of Sales Navigator. One caveat though, if you haven't saved someone or an account yet, you will not get alerts about them. Correct. Um, so just be aware of that as far as Sales Nav, okay? Mm -hmm. It's everything is based on your saved. Which I love, right? Yeah love that because it's there's a lot of noise that we'll talk about that is over at linkedin.com that we kind of need to sift through occasionally but what i love about sales navigator is 95% i just made that statistic up of the of the content that's on your homepage is actionable because they are the accounts and the leads that you've saved but you do miss opportunities so talk about that yeah, so so for if you have not already saved somebody as an account, but perhaps you're you're following them on LinkedIn, they're a person of interest, you just haven't gotten around to saving them. Don't forget to keep checking your LinkedIn notifications. Mm -hmm. Okay, ideally more than once a day because it's such it's so easy for things to drop off your radar when they get mm -hmm. pushed down to the bottom very quickly in your LinkedIn notifications. So please don't forget about those. Yeah. So if I could just talk a little bit about that, when you do look at a notification, it will turn white. So if you're scrolling down and they're still blue, that's almost like an unread notification. So that's sort of a, a key. But what happens is there are notifications because people engaged on content or someone mentioned you in a post or, um, it, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, job changes of unsaved leads. While most of them may not be relevant, there are some that are. And so I totally agree. While most of your engagement on, on content should be in Sales Navigator, in the custom feed, checking notifications, I do at least three times a day. Doesn't mean you have to respond to every one of them, but just take a look at what's happening that with non-saved accounts and leads. Yeah, yeah. So an, another area is around content and Sales Navigator is making some improvements because mm -hmm. once upon a time for example if you were looking at at um, a lead and you saw that they posted something and perhaps you wanted to tag them you wanted to comment and tag them you couldn't tag them well now you can within sales navigator which, wait which is nice say this again so we always recommend that people use the uh once upon a time, it was called Spotlight. I forget what it's called now, but posted on LinkedIn in the past 30 days. Oh, right, right. And, it, and it'll show you what they posted. And once upon a time in Sales Nav, you could comment on what they posted, but you could not tag them. Now you can both tag them and comment within Sales Navigator without having to leave and go back to LinkedIn, which is a nice little 
That's huge. They updated that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you, yeah, right. You don't have to go back into LinkedIn.com to do it. Yeah. Cause once upon okay. a time you, you did have to do that. Yes. Not so long ago, once upon a time. <laughs> yes. As with so many things. Um, but when you are sharing content yourself, you need to do that through the mothership. It's the, mm -hmm. it's the, you know. And so don't forget about that. Yes, Sales Navigator is wonderful. It will show you all the people who've posted in the past 30 days. You can use that to narrow your searches. Super helpful. Mm -hmm. But when you want to, to post yourself, that's where you want to go to LinkedIn.com and do it from there. Um, Bryn, any any thoughts on on that one? Because we do teach the importance of sharing content. Yeah, I'm just going to add a few things in sharing content. It's where you have polls, right? So if you wanted to post a poll, it has to be in the mothership. It can't be in Sales Navigator. So all of that, the content, the the sliders, ebooks, not you know, and, and that all falls under that umbrella of posting. But um, just recognize it to your point, you can engage through Sales Navigator, but you can't post. So that's a great reminder. So I'm just sort of reiterating what you just said. So, you know, I have some input. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's funny. An another one is uh, events. Oh, that's a big we're, one. We're actually doing an event right now. Yeah. And um, so whether it's a LinkedIn Live or audio um, event, you, you have to set those up from LinkedIn.com. Yeah. All of that. There's no way around it. That, that Yeah. So the interesting thing, so you can create um, any kind of event from LinkedIn.com. You could... A live event. If you have a live event, you're going to need a third party. Like we use Restream, but there's StreamYard and Vimeo and a whole bunch of them. There's just, there's a lot that you can use. I'm hoping that Zoom comes out with one. Listen up, amazing. Zoom. This would be your next thing. <laughs> um, but, you know, so, so ultimately you do need a third party to run those lives. Yeah. That said, you could create let's say you're you're running a webinar and they register via Zoom. You could create that right from linkedin.com. You can't do it from Sales Navigator. And it's on the left-hand column when you're on your homepage. You can go down and see events and hit a plus sign. It'll walk you through it. Um, and audio rooms and setting your audio room up, that's all native inside of linkedin.com. So if you want to use any of those, you do have to leave Sales Navigator and do that from a mothership. Ship. Yeah. Yep. And I'd heard a rumor that at some point LinkedIn may start to do things natively with LinkedIn Live and rather than have us go to a third party. Um, but no confirmation. I just heard one of those those rumors out there that it would make perfect sense. Mm -hmm. But We'll see. It will put a lot, it will hurt a lot of these third parties. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, as far as a user experience, it would be a wonderful thing. 
Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is people still may consider using a third party to go live because when we go live, we're on LinkedIn, we're on X. I said it right this time. <laughs> we're on YouTube, right? So I don't know if that's possible yeah, without a third party tool. But yeah, that, yep. Great point. Great point. Um, one, one very basic thing that's easy to forget are um, connection requests. And I meant to touch on that. Oh, earlier. that's a big one. Yep. yep. So when you, when people invite you to connect, have to accept them when in LinkedIn. Yeah. And there is no pending connection requests inside of Sales Navigator. So if you don't leave to look, you don't know, you could have dozens and dozens of people. It's definitely connection requests. And from there in LinkedIn.com, you can accept, you, you can ignore, or you can reply before accepting if you're not sure and you're on the fence. But you'll also see people that invited you to follow their newsletter, people that invited you to events, people that invited you to follow their company page, all of those invitations are only available inside of linkedin.com. Yep. Yep. And you just mentioned newsletter when it comes to content consumption. I know we talked about setting up things, but if you're, you've subscribed to someone's newsletter, if you say, Hey, I want to check out this great LinkedIn live event, you're going to need to do that in LinkedIn, That's not right. in Sales Navigator. And and when you think about it, there, there are certain things that could have gone either way, but they kind of make sense in terms of Sales Navigator wanting to keep you focused on sales opportunities Correct. and not going in. All and not be distracted. Around. Yeah. However, I do believe if you've saved them as a lead and they have activity, it may come into your, like to your I, we'd have to test it. So if you're a saved yeah. lead and you publish a newsletter, will that come up as con as, as a lead that share that shared content lead shares? So, yeah. So that is a good question. We'll have to test that. But in, in yeah, LinkedIn.com, you could click through and see all the newsletters that you follow and you could click through them. So you don't, it, you can proactively sort through them. That is definitely not available in Sales Navigator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know, I well, I believe one of the things you mentioned are being able to see hashtags that you're following only oh, in sure. LinkedIn. So as, as long as the hashtags stick around because that seems to be under debate as well. I will, I will be sad if they go away. They go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the logic was. I heard one. The people don't use them, yeah. but they do. And maybe they just need to learn how to use them better. But I'll tell you what I love most about them. Well, two things. One, we have a hashtag SSL insights. Exactly. So if someone wanted to go to SSL Insights, they could see all of our content. They don't just see Stan's or Bob's or Bryn's. It's all in one place. That's number one. No, so you can, anyone can do that, right? Just make sure it's one that no one's using right now mm -hmm. or it'll get messy. 
But the second thing is when the first three hashtags that you use are in the URL, the link of that post. So that's indexed by Google now. So if you're Googling those keywords, if it's in the URL, your content's going to start to show up. And so quite honestly, that would be devastating to lose that in my mind. Yeah. And most people don't, <clears throat> excuse me, don't know about the fact that the URL includes those first three hashtags. So I know. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's not, not commonly known. So good. And, and just to wrap up a couple of small things, who's viewed your profile now? That's a big one. Yep. Now within sales navigator, there, there is a tab or a button you can press for who's viewed your profile, but your notice is going to take you right into LinkedIn to view it. That's so right. You don't stay within sales navigator when you're doing that. Um, and groups, if you have managed to find a good group, okay, I'll just put it that way. There are, there are some out there. They just don't make it easy for us to find them, unfortunately, but You'll need to get there through LinkedIn. Can't get there through Sales Navigator. However, you can use the groups in search for Sales Navigator. Yes. So, yeah, very good but, but to go in and engage in the group, you've got to be in LinkedIn.com. Yeah. This was a good list, Dan. Yes. And, and talking with you, you made me think of a lot of things that it's like, oh, yeah, you can't do that in sales nav. You've got to go to LinkedIn. And there's, there's a lot. There, yes, there was there was more than I realized at first pass. So, um, yeah. So just keep those things in mind. And yeah. any last thoughts, Bren? Because that that was my whole list. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's great. And I think that it's really important that we are using Sales Navigator for what it is meant to be, which is a prospecting tool. But there's a lot in LinkedIn.com that we have to pay attention to. Exactly. So, well, thanks, Dan, for another fun. What, what are we? We're, we're, uh, Sales Navigator with Stan and Bryn? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Insights. that's it. And uh, yep. Insight. Sales. So, yep. So look forward to <laughs> talking to you the next time, Bren. Thanks, Dan. Always fun. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye -bye. Enjoy selling. Have a good selling experience. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and social selling.